excitement. For yesterday, it was announced that Prince Charles and Camilla Parker Bowles, my favorite royals, are expecting a child. It's going to be a boy, beautiful boy prince called Pontus, a palace insider has revealed to us. And this couldn't have happened at a better time. This will surely unite the country and bring about order and justice to crusty-dwelling hellholes, such as Bristol, where many have taken the way of the menace. I hope King Pontus rules with an iron fist, quite frankly. I'm talking about a full-on military presence in Bristol, a paramilitary force of elderly men in miniature tanks, a flock of spitfires in the skies, led by war hero Mark Francois. Whatever it takes to bring about sensible normality. Speaking of normal, when little Pontus comes along, I am going to make my own effigy draped in the Union flag. And I'm going to camp outside the palace gates, giving a big old smooch of respect. I have it written here, and I mustn't forget to say this, the Prince Charles and Mrs. Parker Bowles conceived the child on Queen Victoria's bed using the traditional raw dog Amazon position. <laughs> Fun fact there. Moving on, I've got an exclusive interview with a young man, which is rare for my show. Most millennials are too cowardly to ring in, but this one claims to be something of a hard man a passionate right-winger. In fact, he regards himself as very much swinging with the big dogs. Darren Grimes, are you there? Hello, Andy. Hello, it's Darren Grimes. <laughs> You've got such a, um, such a high voice, Darren. Has anyone I, ever told you that? My mum says I've got a lovely timbre. It's, it's like Tom Jones, she says. <laughs> I guess everyone's mothers say nice things about them. Well, um, I'm I'm sure your mother's very proud of you. You're on television all the time, um, on various podcasts and on the radio. So you're obviously doing very well for yourself. She she's lovely, my mum. That's why I moved back home, back with my people. I've left London yeah. now. Oh, I see. I see. Well, you you must be doing well. Um, befriending all the um, people on the right, shall we say? Um, 
you're certainly a popular figure amongst the Brexit campaigners. Um, I think you and myself have something in common, though, don't we? Neither of us have had a call from Andrew Neil. I have. I have. I've just not been answering it because I'm, I'm a young lad in my prime and I've got my pride as well and, and I can do better than that. You can do better than GB News? I can. I can do better than that. That's why I've come home now. So Andrew Neil has called you to offer you a job at GB News and you've turned him down. I just didn't answer the phone. I just didn't need to speak to him. But I've got a lot of respect for the guy, you know what I mean? Could you blame Emblem Digital listeners if they accused you of lying, Darren? That sounds a little bit suspect. Does it? No, no. Honestly, I, I really like Andrew Neil. He, he could park his plumper through my mum's letterbox. He could do a big piddle all over the mat. I, I'd still be on his side. I love, I love the man. He's great. Oh, you need to get some self-respect. Thanks, Darren. I, I do have self-respect, Andy. I know I know. I live with my mum now, but you're living in your Yaris and you're in the welcome break all the time. You're in the service station, you know. Do, uh, what I see from you on Twitter in particular, you're not sticking to the, the way forward that this country needs to go. I think you're turning a bit left in your old age, Andy. Well, my Yaris is a perfectly reasonable place to live i've got a small pull-out tray on the back seat so the tray is attached to the front seat like an aircraft so you pull a little tray down it's a invention that i've created and i can sit there and somebody pushes a pizza through the sunroof and i can sit there and eat my pizza or the welcome break they'll heat up my my pies and various other ready meals. There's nothing wrong with living in a Yaris. And in regards to my political spectrum, I have been shunned by certain members of the right, including Andrew Neil, and I found myself allying with some of the centre ground people. You know, I could hang around. I'm just as comfortable having a big breakfast with Mike Gapes as I am with... Jackson Carlaw. I can eat breakfast and play golf with those on the right and in the centre. That's the kind of person I am. So this leftist nonsense, this PC gone bongo, I wouldn't say that's me. I I just don't get along with Andrew Neil. He, he hasn't called me for GB News, despite me being readily available, no matter what Braincase Rob says regarding my contract. He hasn't called me for GB News. I haven't had a call from News UK yet. And I'm one of the hottest hosts in Britain. Oh, I dislike Boris, um, who I think, as Marina Hyde once said, is a total cockwomble. You know what, Dan? I think you're a little freak. Why do you sit there doing your interviews in your race car gamer chair? Do you know what it is? You need to get down with the kids, right? And, you know, start getting in there with the red wall. This is where it's at now. All these young Tory MPs up in the northeast were taken over and we're following Lord Boris. And you can't say he's a cockwomble. Again, Boris is another one. If he turned up at my mum's front door and, and his plumper comes through the letterbox, again, 
you know, go for it, Boris. You could piddle all over that doormat. I'll be there licking it up like a thirsty cat. <laughs> you, you would happily lick his urine off your floor? I would do, yeah. It's probably got COVID antibodies in it as well. That might be true. I'd agree with you on that, but I don't know what good it would be licking it up. Have you got carpet or is it a hardwood floor? It's a bit threadbare now. You know, we are living in a pit village and times are hard up in the northeast. Okay, so you are at least getting... Darren, have you got problems that you need to talk to someone about? Because this behaviour is very strange. I think you are a weird little freak man who sits inside all day on Twitter like a mentalist posting up some of the weird things that you post up. What, what is it that you want out of your career? I'm riding on the crest of a wave, Andy. I, with a political future, you're just past it now. I am not past it. My generation has had some of the toughest times, but now it's our turn to ride. We've been neglected as baby boomers, and now your generation, you millennials, are trying to ruin everything. We're taking back control. I've told you this. You, you boomers are getting too woke now, and you're getting on Twitter, and we can't be having it. Too woke? You sound like Andrew Neil, your hero. I got a minute. No, you what? Yeah, all right, ma'am. Give me a minute. But I've got to, I've got to go in a minute, Andy. Look, my mum says my tea's ready, and she says turkey dinosaurs tonight. So I bet you're jealous about that, aren't you? Well, you know what, Darren? Yes, I am jealous of that. I haven't had a proper meal in a long time. And that sounds simply wonderful. I would love to eat turkey dinosaurs in the back of my Yaris. I've had enough of this, Darren. I've listened politely to you make high-pitched sounds with your mouth for long enough. I'm sick of it. The fact is, you are a little turd who's pitching stiffy for the grift. Don't deny it. You see people like me, and you see an opportunity to make money. I've had enough. I'm going to chuck your stupid race car gamer chair into the flames of indignation, and they shall rise ever higher. It is time for some tough justice. I'm going to do something your mother should have done a long time ago, Darren. Run you down in my Yaris! Yeah.
next up on the line, we've got Michael and Ali, two Glasgow Rangers fans, whose asses happen to be on their front as opposed to the back, where the arse traditionally lives. Michael and Ali work for Arse on Front, a charity that represents hundreds who are similarly afflicted. We are going to speak to them now. Firstly, Michael, how hard is life for you with your arse on your front? <sighs> Andy, how are you first and foremost? Um, Glasgow Rangers, great institution. Um, you may have saw me uh, on the internet. There was a picture with my Rangers top on, but it looked like my stomach was hanging out, but it was actually my arse. Um, I've had this for all my life. Um, it's been very difficult. Um, obviously, there's a lot of things I can't do. Um, but the reason that we set up this charity of us on front is because we want better facilities, I think, in bars and restaurants. Um, we basically want uh, arse urinals, to be honest. Um, it's really difficult when you have to go to the toilet. And, uh, how, how do you approach a cubicle with your arse on your front? It's really difficult because it depends on what you're wearing as well. You know, sometimes I just wear a pair of dungarees because it's easy to just pop open the buttons, let it all go, and out it comes. But the problem being is, with the toilet being so far down, you need to lie at a 45-degree angle. So sometimes you really need a really strong system to actually hold the weight, and then you can just let it go. Um, but it's very difficult because, obviously, your feet stick out the bottom of the cubicle as well. Sometimes. Oh, I see. How do you cope on an overground train somewhere like that? Again, that's that's even more difficult. Um, you know, sometimes you don't even have that room for that 45-degree angle for optimum expulsion. Um, so what we would do in that kind of situation is we just usually just use the sink. You know, there's usually like a little sink that's next to the toilet. We use that instead. And, and you know, it's, it's well, they're what, the number ones and twos? No, number one, I can just go normally, but number two, it's, well, I mean, I've, got, I've got irritable bowel syndrome as well, you see, Andy. So um, sometimes it can be like a, a beam of hot liquid shit that comes out, and it just comes out forcefully. So sometimes you need something a little bit higher up just to take it, but the facilities just aren't there for, for, for men like myself and Ali with our parties on front. No, I, I understand. In the Yaris, I've been using a Pringles can and then you can actually reuse it by lowering the window and then forcing the Pringles can out of your hand, holding on to it, and your your business flies out and you can reuse the can. It really works quite well. Um, but I sympathize with you too because I actually suffer from jumbo nuts. It's a condition where your chap sits atop your testicles like a man reclining on a beanbag. Um, I don't know if you've got any experience with uh, friends that may have this condition at all, Ali. Uh, Andy, no, um, I, don't, I don't think that's the same thing at all. I, 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 we're talking about a, a serious problem that affects our day-to-day -day life. I mean, and... You know, we just don't have the facilities. I, I, I don't think uh, jumbo nuts is, is really the same thing. It's not, uh, you know, it doesn't get in your way as much. And 
you don't have to change your change your day-to-day routine or, or worry about where you're going to be able to go to the toilet or anything you know you just well I, I, i'm mocked on twitter they call me a big bull bastard they 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 really really go in on me some of these people i mean that's 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 not really um that doesn't really compare with the amount of uh, shame that we have to go through daily um just trying to you know Ali, Ali, I agree. I mean, you're talking about jumbo nuts here, Andy. Um, you know, that you can easily just pop on a pair of nice slacks. You can get them in Marks and Spencer. You know, nice pair of loose-fitting slacks. You can cover everything up. Us, on the other hand, I personally, I mean, I've been sexually assaulted. I've been sexually assaulted when I was in a holiday, Andy. I don't know if you know that. I mean, what time <laughs> Luckily, it was probably just a little bit of bawdy, bawdy no. humour from uh, a, a young lady, was it not? No, no, no. It was a young man. And what he did is he came up to me. I'm standing at the bar with a few of the other boys. You know, it was a European vacation, put it that way. And this man came up, licked his finger, and decided to try and put it in what he thought was my belly button and shouted, way, that can I carry on? Yeah, it was actually my rectum he put his finger in. Um, that's a sexual assault, you know. No, and- it's, it's, it's just a little bit of bawdy humour. It, it's PC gone mad. It's absolutely fine. There's nothing wrong with sticking your finger up an arse these days. I've got no problem with it whatsoever. Come, come on. He's, he's, he left and went to the finger buffet, you know what I mean, and continued to eat the all-inclusive buffet without even washing his hands. You know, we're yeah. to eat we didn't eat out that night and we paid for that buffet. And no, you tell me that Jumbo Nuts is a problem. I, I have problems. And I, I think that if you go down to your local harvester, nobody washes their hands there. You don't need to. That's health and safety gone mad. You don't need to wash your hands every time you touch food and then I, you happen to touch something else which may not be food. No. No, Andy, Andy, you, you're, you're really, really, you're, you're really pushing our buttons here, to be honest. Um, I don't know how you feel about this, Ali, but I'm seriously concerned. Well, what you know what, Michael, you know what, Ali, you can kiss your own asses. You can bend down, you can put your lips on your ass, which all it entails is bending forward a little bit for you two. Andy, and you can... Andy, you can... You could take your jumbo nuts and shove them up your arse. Well, that you know full well that wouldn't happen because my jumbo nuts are the size of falafels and my arse is only the size of a pea. So you would have to inflate me to get that done. So that's not remotely possible for me. I don't, I don't think it's... Uh, Andy, it's not supposed to be an easy thing, <laughs> but you should give it a go because you're talking a lot of shit. It would be like putting a golf ball into your belly button. Well, you two don't have belly buttons, do you? You've got rectums where that is. Imagine putting a golf ball in your frontal lobe there. How would that feel? Andy, I'm actually surprised that you've got jumbo balls. Um, you know, you should probably have balls like bat wings, to be honest, with the amount of self-pleasure you do in your Yaris. You know, you wink them flat. You have wanked them flat, Andy. Andy, I really, 
I'm, I'm getting, I'm see, I'm actually really, really angry now. Um, Andy, I'm coming down. I'm coming down. I'm coming to the studio, and we're going to sort this out, man to man. I'm going to. Well, you can, you can, you can. You know what? It's talking about relieving myself. I look at the flag every morning, and Mike Johnson stands to attention at the flag, and. Yes, sometimes when it stands to attention, I'm going to relieve myself and I'm going to relieve myself on the flag. And that's Her Majesty's flag. And yes, it has to be replaced in the office. But you know what? I'm doing our country a service. You two simply are not up to do it. What are you going to do? Andy, to I the just flag? think you're a disgrace. Take a dump on it. Andy, I just think you're a disgraceful. Uh, what radio celebrity would you call yourself? I don't even, even know what I'd call you, but yeah, we come on here to try and get some help for our charity, and you've been nothing but rude to us. I can't believe, absolutely, that uh, that you're still on the air. To be honest, I mean, you keep talking about your jumbo balls like there's some sort of problem, but we came to you with a serious issue. I mean, have you ever had to wipe shit off of a? A toilet and a train whilst it's going at 70 miles an hour, rattling along the roads, cleaning it off a mirror. Have you ever tried to clean liquid shit off a mirror? Well, it's listen, not one time, I tell you, maybe we, I we fell just, asleep. And... We, just, we just want the same respect that everyone else gets. We just want this, you know, it's not much to ask. It's disabled toilets, but they just don't have the facilities for us. I mean, Obviously, when we're really struggling, you might have to just go in the urinals as normal, you know. But that's not what we want. We want our own place. You would leave a Prince Philip in the urinals? Well, sometimes you have to if if you're caught short and all the cubicles are taken and there's no other facilities. That's one of the most disgusting things I've ever heard. And I no, go no, and bring hang, hang, hang on, hang on. It's, I mean, there's no need to, to make us feel bad about it. I mean, we, we clean up, we're clean people. We clean up after ourselves. We poke it through the, poke it through the little drain. And, um, you know, and, and, and what we have to, you know, you have to stand there and wait for everyone to leave. And then there's the odd occasion where there's a willy watcher there and, and, it takes a while for them to leave because they keep trying to have a good look, but you're you're trying to hide the fact that you've just shat in the urinal. So it, you know these day to day struggles, no one no one appreciates or really sympathises with. And, and I think you've been very rude to us. And I, I don't think I don't think that's fair, man. I don't think that's fair. Answer me this: Do you have blue badges on your cars? Well, that's the other thing. It's not recognised as a, a as a disability in in the UK. No, no and neither is Jumbo Nuts. So maybe there's something we can agree on that needs changing by Her Majesty or our good Prime Minister. Um, but let me tell you what: if you come down and try and get me out of my Yaris, my Yaris has an immobiliser, so you can get me out my Yaris. You will not start her. She only starts for me. Andy, I think what you're thinking there is Night Rider. Um, that's Kit. You know, that was a trans woman, but not yours is a 
a Yaris, you know, what, what, you know, it's got an immobiliser. So what, Andy, I'm going to come down and I'm going to say this live on air. Yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to smash your face in. Andy, have you ever farted in your own face? Have you ever farted in your own face? No. Well, this is the thing that, that, that you know, I, I sat on the bus the other day and I sat down and as I sat down, the bus went over a bump. I farted. Obviously, my arse is on my front. I farted in my own face, Andy. I was sick down my own arse. And you're sitting telling me, oh, you can't come down here because... Nah, 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 nah. We're struggling here, you know, and you're not helping us, Andy. You're really not helping us. You're just a waste of time, mate. You're a waste of time. Honestly, you're as thick as a whale sandwich. Well, I hope you two have fun in your little charity together. You keep away from my Yaris. And finally, you can get off my phone. Okay, next up on the line, we've got Kelvin Knox and Chag Dungus. How are you doing? Not, not bad, Andy. Well, it's fine. fine. Are you talking to me, Andy? What, what's going on here? What's going on? Well, it's, it's because... great, great to have you both on. Um, who are you, Chag? I'm filling in for Braincase Rap this week. I am the innovation specialist at Braincase. I'm managing the brand for Kelvin Knox. He's got a great brand. We're going to take the brand to the next level. I see. Okay. And because I've seen on Twitter, there's an aftershave commercial for this man. Um, what exactly is he going on? Because he's supposed to be a co-host on here or rather another host on here, but I haven't seen him much on Emblem Digital. He's what we call the Check, check. Can I just stop you there? Um, I'd just like to say that this is not a tax write-off. This is not a embezzling thing. This is not about um, funneling money from Chechnya to my own bank account or Emblem Digital. Um, the lawyers can confirm this. I've gone through this many times. So could you please just go, go ahead, Chad. Forget I said anything. Forget I said anything. As I was saying, Andy, we're taking the, the Knox brand to the next level. He's it's not money laundering. Sorry. 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 Absolutely. Absolutely. It's not money laundering. This is a perfectly legitimate brand. We're going to take it to the next level. And if I, if I, if I may be so bold, I'd like to introduce the Knox brand officially. Well, okay, that's fine. Go for it. Interesting introduction, Chag. A little bit 
confused. Um, let's talk about Calvin's bold new fragrance, Knox. I understand it's now come free. We, we've 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 gone through the um the uh the testing stage on the at the vivisectionists, and it's yes, we can confirm it is now it now has synthetic lubricants to uh to kind of negate the uh, need for for the um the spermatozoa, as it were. Oh, oh, well, that's that's very interesting. I. I'm I'm in awe. We've seen some of your new products. I understand you've also got the Punani wanking wand. Yes, do you have one there with you, Andy? <laughs> in fact, I do. I think it's probably one of the best products that Braincase Rob has unveiled. I think the man's an absolute idiot. But this Punani wanking wand, incredible. The cum duct on it. It's simply brilliant. What a great piece of technology. I, I should need to thank Braincase Rob in person. Um, and if you've had anything to do with this, thank you very much. Hours of entertainment in my Yaris. Absolutely brilliant. Have you had well, a chance to test drive him? But the, the Yaris or the, um, the, uh, the, the, the Punani one? <laughs> well, I've, I've, I've had a good good test drive on both, thank you, Kelvin. But um, listen, the, the, the wand, what, what inspired you to make this wand? Well, uh, I, I saw uh, Lily Allen. She was uh, posting about um, how, how um, the, 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 what ladies say is a... Uh, the 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 jilling off. Um, uh, yes, I thought. Well, why can't the men be proud to enjoy their own bodies? And uh, and and yes, I thought. Why why can't we have our own our own aid to um, get pleasure out of one's body? So yes, I, I thought. Marching not? the penguin, polishing the banister, petting the cat, all things. That we should be proud yeah. of doing. Yes, yes exactly, exactly. We're, we're not prudes here, Andy. Poaching prudes. the egg, lone rangering. It is what a man should be allowed to do when uh, one is yes, by absolutely. oneself, especially during a pandemic. Absolutely. Well, it's brilliant. You can bring this new magic to Emblem Digital. You certainly don't get this on LBC with Nick Ferrari. Let me tell you Scum. that. He does Scum. not talk about this kind of thing. But I bet Ferrari, love the one. Ferrari Andy is scum. Sorry. Carry on. Well, I, I don't disagree with you there, but we have seen him at the service station, haven't we? He's been down oh, yeah. when we've been yeah. there, and I'm sure he would like a go on the Punani wanking wand. Oh, he, he is definitely the type. Um, as I say, it, it's it's available for everyone to use, um, including Ferrari. If if Ferrari wants to to enjoy my products, then that's that's up to him. Even though he's an oaf who ruined our Christmas, Andy. Yes. Well, I, I tell you what, though, I did not enjoy when we had two of the ones. And we're engaging with a little bit of sword fighting, shall we say, at Cobham yeah. Services, in which I ended up being banned from. 
because of that incident. Why is it that two sexy women rubbing themselves against each other at the Grammys is sex positive, but when two men rub their punani wanking ones alongside each other at Cobham service station, it results in a ban. It's it's quite frankly disgraceful, Andy. Um, I I am put in mind of the. Um, have you seen the picture of Donald Trump, the um, Al Sisi, the um, the Egyptian fellow, and um, the the leader, the king of Saudi Arabia, not the leader, the king, and they they're all they're all polishing this glowing ball, this orb. I think they called it the orb of life. And I, I'm put in mind of that when when Trump and Sisi and the, the the king of Saudi Arabia they place their hands on the orb, and we all know what that was a metaphor for. So if if two gentlemen are in the toilet and they wish to you know touch orbs, then I don't see the the problem. I, I if it's good enough for the the creme de la creme of world leaders, then why not us? Well, exactly. I couldn't agree more. It is disgraceful that we are not allowed to engage with each other, man to man, especially at a service station where this sort of thing should be prevalent. Let's talk exactly. next about your rivalry with James Melville. I understand he's too cowardly to come on your show and debate in the intellectual ring. It's just typical of the um, the here to say gone tomorrow FBP. He he he's abandoned FBP. He's he's now pursuing some strange vendetta against uh, lockdown. Um, he he wants people to die especially the old, and he, he's, he's, uh, he's, he's scum. Um, what more can I say? Uh, he, he followed me on Twitter, I, I believe, as a form of intimidation. Um, and what more do you want me to say? He's, he's an intellectual pygmy. He's a coward. He, he couldn't debate his way out of a, a wet paper bag and... I'm going to say it. I hate him. I hate him. Well, I understand you've got your QC uh, peers Indeed. involved Indeed. in any uh, legal affairs involving Melville. Every um, man needs a peers. Indeed. Yeah, I think everybody on Twitter should have legal representation now. Indeed. Indeed. He, uh, he, he's had two um, accounts deleted for me. In fact, um, if anyone gives me trouble, uh, Piers, Piers has this knack for making them disappear. Well, um, <laughs> it sounds like yeah. Piers has been using the Punani wanking wand. <laughs> yes, indeed, indeed. Um, uh, it gives great, great power. Um, that's what I found, at least. How about you, Andy? Does it give you power? Absolutely. Although I tend to have a little nap afterward in the Yaris. Just uh, put the seat back. Sometimes fall asleep. It does happen. Do you have a, a framed yeah. picture of Anna Subri in your room? 
I, I have many. I have Anna Subri. I have Heidi Allen. I have um, uh, Sally Gunnell. I have um, Louise Minchin from uh, BBC Breakfast. Who uh, there is a restraining order. I'm not sure if legally I'm allowed to say her name anymore. Um, yes, I, what's of it, Andy? What, what, where's this line of questioning going? What, oh, what, no, no, no. I just wondered what, what kicks, uh, what, uh, what kicks, what gets your boats? You know, what uh, gets uh, you off? What I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, intelligence that's that's what floats my boat. Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, the, the intelligent man such as yourself, Andy. You know, just, <laughs> well, I, love, I hope I'd I can uh, get your rocks off over me any day, Calvin. That's absolutely well, fine. I just love to open that cranium of yours and just have a good old, a good old route around. <laughs> well, I'm sure you can do. I understand. Uh, you posted a photo of some old ladies holding signs saying something like, my life means nothing. The context of the image being that seconds later, they're all executed by a paramilitary death squad. Yes, um, this is one of the Melville's uh, little little pet projects. He, um, he wants to use... Um, he wants to use the, the uh, what's it called, SARS-CoV-92, I don't know, what, what's it called, the, the COVID-19, let's go with that. Um, yes, he wants to use this as an excuse to uh, kill as many old folks as possible, I presume in some kind of Harold Shipman type uh, scenario where he <laughs> has them sign over their wills. And, oh, I tell you, you want I, James I, Melville. Sorry, yeah. Just James Melville and the likes of Dr. Harold Shipman, they make me sick. The only pleasure he is capable of uh, garnering is through Twitter likes, and it's it's a disease. And I I've told him in the past, back when we were talking, that um, that, that there's more to life. No, is is completely dedicated to retweets, uh, Twitter clout. And it's it's sad. It's very sad. Well, let's talk about something more uplifting. The oh, new royal please. baby, baby oh, POTUS, the child of oh. Prince Charles and Mrs. Parker Bowles. Isn't this oh, great news? I'm over the moon. I'm, I'm in fact I'm standing up and saluting the uh, the royal couple. I mean, oh, lovely stuff. I mean, it's just what the nation needs, isn't it? Especially after the the horrible ginger one, who who reminds oh. me of my son Spencer. Goodness me, just a complete waste. Absolutely um, entitled. This younger generation oh. make me sick. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And yeah, the, I I hope baby Potus is it Potus that they going with Potus? Yeah, I hope baby Potus is more like a baby boomer. He doesn't take what he's got for granted. We remember the end of rationing. This was post-Second World War. We knew what we'd had to fight for to get by in life. And I hope the baby Potus comes out and he, he knows the meaning of hardship and what it means to be British. I mean, not to, to uh, cast aspersions on Camilla Parker Bowles, but any child that is uh, is grown in her womb, especially at her uh, her age, that's that's a hardship in itself. 
And uh, I think the child will have the blitz spirit literally tattooed on its chest, literally. Um, I imagine there's some kind of nanobot technology which the, the royals have access to, which can could do such a thing. Why well, I, I certainly think so. It's going to be yeah. a military baby, one that salutes I'm the saluting. flag at every opportunity. Yes. I'm saluting. I'm saluting right now, Andy, and I hope you are too. I, this is just what Britain needs. Uh, I'm a European first, but uh, a Brit second. And uh, yes, I, I, I love it. Absolutely love it. Well, we can we can disagree on that. I'm certainly British first, and I'm I'm proud to say that I'm British with my punani wanking wand normalness there is nothing that i won't do for my country and if that means taking the flag setting it out and using my life juice to enhance the flag i will do that and i will do it proudly yeah, quite 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 absolutely um, and indeed i i believe every britain should should attempt the uh the the flag enhancement who knows uh, it'd be like the you know how children put rainbows in the window during uh, the height of lockdown imagine if mm. the mm. nation's children did, did, uh, put their essence on the uh, i'm not sure what the little girls would do um but yes yeah, imagine they we all hung hung a union jack and Oh, well, it's Queen. great to see Labour coming around to this as well, and Keir Starmer oh, getting behind the flag, get, talking about things people like again, like law and order, union yeah. jacks, wanking ones. It's just fantastic to see Labour getting back to what they're good at. Yes, it is, it's marvellous. Um, I, I, what, what Keir Starmer's lacking is... Um, He's lacking a, a 2012 moment. He needs a policy which which brings the nation together. Um, I, I am hopeful that it could be a, a big a big union busting kind of uh, deal. It could be uh, oh well, the, the, we've seen the uh, the protests and maybe his moment could be a, a, a mass beating of. Um, and really students and and ladies campaigners uh, i i look i'm as left as they come i am i am mr left wing um i i was the the head of the the labor union at, at oxford uh, not not the official labor union but but it, it's complicated um but yes i, I i'm as left wing as they come but we must abide by the rules Exactly. If I was yeah. out of these protests yeah. and there was people trying to defile the Churchill statue, I would oh, wrap them up in a Union Jack, tie them all together and throw them in the Thames. Oh, That's absolutely. what I would do for these protesters. Uh, after a damn good thrashing and, and being stampeded by horses too, yes. Uh, um, and there would be a group of us men who would be paying our tribute to the flag whilst these people are wrapped inside of the Union Jack. Yes, I would, I would pay my tribute, indeed. Indeed. It's, it's, it's great to know that you're on side 
with oh, emblem digital and our stance absolutely. on the flag. Yeah. There is nothing more important than the Union oh, Jack. Or erotic. I think next we need to talk about your reputation with the dragons. I understand that <sighs> you've fallen out with one or two of them and you're not on the show anymore, is that correct? Um, I'm still in touch with Deborah, uh, but we have a history, shall we say. Um, but yes, um, I think things rather went south when when someone came on to demonstrate oh i should dial back a bit here and say i was a dragon on dragon's den for a very brief period um four days um i i was there to um be a, a sixth dragon as it were um and yes i was i was there to be kind of fresh blood and to because Peter Jones is getting a bit boring and dull, and and uh, yeah, I agreed to uh, be a new new dragon to uh, kind of yes, yeah, just zhuzh up the uh, the dynamic, and it, it was all going swimmingly the first couple of days. Me and Tuka Sullivan, we were we we were having a, a wine or two, and and a, a bit of uh, how how urchins say banter. Uh, you the fancy, don't you, Andrew? I know that. Um, just to, to cut a long, long story short, um, a, a, a pair of, uh, of uh, blivering idiots came in with a, a, an immersion tank thing. Uh, what do you call them? You know where you go in to have um, kind of hallucinations. Um, oh, I see. An I okay. An isolation tank, that's the one. And um, they wanted a dragon to demonstrate. So, um, so Tej, not Tej Levani, the um, Tuka, sorry, Tuka uh, volunteered because he's a bit of a he's a bit of a show off. Um, and he he climbed inside, and me being the, <laughs> the new guy, sends into kind of kind of uh, bring a bit of light relief to proceedings. I I I padlocked it shut. And I opened up one of the holes, and I and I urinated until my blood was empty. And Good it, God! It, I I thought it was banter. I just thought it was kind of uh, hijinks that we were having the, the the night before when we were having a good old good old sword fight, crossing swords, and uh, yeah, I thought he would see the funny side. Apparently not. And and ultimately, the uh, executive producer thought I had I had crossed some kind of line, and uh, yes, I was um, yes, I was I was thrown off. Um, do I have regrets? Yes, that I didn't bloody empty another bladderful in there. Yes, oh, I'm sure Tuki wouldn't have appreciated that. No, no he didn't. He he. I believe it took a good month to get the uh, the smell of asparagus out. Yes. Okay. Well, that's interesting to hear. I understand you've banned Tuka Suleiman for life from Emblem Digital. Uh, so clearly, there's a little bit of bad blood there, Calvin. But uh, we'll support you in that decision. There's no dragons coming you. on here, unless, well, uh, of course, there's an interest in a certain wand. And mass production, of course. Oh, I, I, 
I mean, I'd be open to uh, to going on um, just to uh, settle a few scores, maybe. I mean, is, is, can I ask a question? Is Peter Jones as attractive in real life as he is on the screen? He's he's a lot shorter than I imagined. Like on the on the television, he looks like a giant, doesn't he? But um, he's quite a squat. I I think he he has some kind of uh, CGI growth thing going on. Um, is he attractive? Well, he didn't do it for me. No, um, he he's forever fawning over Deborah. Um, it's quite sad to see. Well, I understand yeah, you and Deborah would have had a lot to talk about with Brexit. She's a big Remainer, Deborah. Oh, absolutely. Um, unfortunately, because of the, the brief amount of time I was on the show, we, we only got to uh, have four or five hour discussion on the on the subject. So, yeah. Well, I, as you know, I, I voted leave and I would vote to leave Dragon's Den. (laughs) 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 We should go for some Junior Poon. My favorite restaurant in Clevedon. I love Junior Poon. You would absolutely adore Junior Poon, Calvin. Andrew, let me stop you there. What you have just said was completely and utterly fantastic. Think a summer breeze and children playing on a beach. Junior Poon. Intoxicating, isn't it? I mean, look, look, lockdown, it's... uh, Lockdown has driven many of us around the bend, and we need we need a pleasure in our life, don't we? We need we need restaurants, we need we need good wine, we need junior poo, indeed. Exactly. When you when I'm sitting in the Yaris and I'm on the back seat, sometimes I close my eyes and think, ah. I can't wait for Junior Poon. And that's what gets me through it. And on a a more somber note, um, we have heard about the death of uh, Dr. Robert (laughs) Zanz. Terribly (laughs) sad news. I I know he was, he'd put on a lot of weight. I'm sorry. I know, it's an emotional. Sorry. Uh, I'm okay again. Sorry, carry on. Yep. He, he, I'm not sure what, what happened to him, but he had, had a lot of wine and cheese, from what I understand. Oh, and many, many pipes of Pringles, from what I understand. The prawn cocktail was his uh, main was his main Pringle of choice. Yes, I understand. He put them in a bowl, though, to be more, more intellectual. Yes, intellectual, civilized. Um, yes, I, the last time I was up in Nutsford, it was a, a sorry sight. I I looked through the letterbox, and he was just laying down in the in the hallway, strewn with with pipes of Pringles, just scattered everywhere. And it, oh, Christ, he was. 
naked from the waist down. Oh, it sounds like a sad ending for the good doctor. Yes, it was that moment I, I knew that the man didn't have long to go. He, yeah, wonderful man. Well, there's, there's only a certain amount of red wine you can drink no, before, before it will take uh, you. Yes, especially boxed, boxed wine, which was, I think, his, uh, his, um, his vice. Good God. Uh, Good know. God. Yes. I, I, I thought around. he was a top-shelf wine man, but if he'd gone to box wine by the end, <laughs> it's he, a he, sad very, way to go. He, he's very much a, a top-shelf man, is, is my Rob, my dear Robert. Very much. £8.75, I thought his lowest spending limit was, but Indeed, by the end, yes. boxes. Boxes, by the £2 a pop from, uh, from bargain booze. Oh, goodness. Good God. Christ. Good God. Yes. He probably wasn't even eating the finest cheese by that point either. I can imagine him having these some supermarket basics, binging oh, on them. Andrew, I I didn't say well. Well, looking through the letterbox, not only were there Pringles, but but, but thinking about it, I, I think I saw Dairyly triangles all over the place. <laughs> Possibly even one of those uh, cheese strings. Dairyly bunkers. Oh, the man had. Oh. In a way, I'm glad he's dead. I, I didn't like what he became. I think that is, uh, at that point in your life, mm. it's okay to say goodbye yeah. if you've gone I mean, to Derrily Dunkers. They, I can they imagine shoot him. horses. They shoot horses, don't they? They like, do. Yes. Uh, I can imagine him washed up on a beach somewhere, bloating like a dead whale. Full of Dunkers. Yes, yes, and uh, growing, growing. Excuse me. Excuse with... me. <laughs> it's okay, we're, we're all emotional this time, Kelvin. I can imagine him on the beach, filling oh. up with gas like a whale before he oh. explodes his oh. derrily dunkers and cheap red wine going everyone, all over the children. Oh, not the children. The children. Yes, a sad way to go, really. Like yes, yes, I'm sure there'll be plenty of other Twitter personalities who yes. are willing to uh, replace the good doctor and his charm. Yeah. Well, well, uh, Andrew, I, uh, this is a bit forward of me, but um, I'm, I'm in the... <laughs> I need a new, uh, new Twitter pal. If you'd like to fill, fill Zanz's hole, then... Go ahead. I yeah. would be delighted to yeah. fill Zanz's hole. I think I think it's time to introduce Nick Knowles's tribute to Ooh. the good doctor Love Robert Love Zanz. Nick. Love Nick. Very it's nice. absolutely fantastic. Mm. And thank you for joining me on the show, Calvin. Here's Nick Knowles's tribute to Dr. Robert Zanz.
good old Robert Zanz, your viral sensations were sublime. You were England's rose to the trolls, did you hear? Sparring with the best from Ian Dunn to Linehan, you were well respected for your integrity and wit. And it seems to me you lived your life like a candle in the wind Composing Twitter gold when the wine kicked in You should have had more followers but the platform's full of kids Your candle burnt out long before your legend ever did bit of beef at Stan Butts Bermuda Bristol we've got lovely beef bacon Stand lovely up. bit of tripe and for missus we've got her favorite liver yeah we got it all here at Stan Butts Bermuda Bristol from Bermuda to Brislington it's Stand agreed we all love a bit of beef why not Stand pop up. down for a chat at Stan Butts Bermuda Bristol on East Street Stand down up. a bit from Cashcovers Stan Butts <laughs> 